Hello, welcome to the podcast for screw-ups. This is Wallace Joel. Um, I'm going to read to you some Philippians. It's 410, I apologize. Uh, you don't know this, but I almost um, read you the wrong thing this morning. Uh, but through the magic of delete, I deleted that when I read the wrong thing. I almost left it in just so you get 100% pure Wally. Um, but I decided to edit myself just to touch on that one. Uh, sorry about that for not 100% transparency. Uh, you get it on the other side. <laughs> um, I better put the old glasses on too. Sorry about that. Uh, my glasses are broken. Uh, they're those kind you can get from Walmart for a few dollars. Uh, these actually look like ladies' glasses. Uh, sometimes you take what you get when you can't see. Uh, rejo- I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned in the secret of being content in any situation, whether fed, well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or want. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. Yet it was good for you to share in my troubles. Moreover, as you Philippians know, in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel, when I set out for Macedonia, not one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving except you only. For even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent me aid more than once when I was in need. Not that I desire your gifts. What desire is that more and more to be credited to your account? I have received full payment, have more than enough. I am supplied. Now that I have received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent, they are fragrant offering an acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches and glory in Christ Jesus. To God and our Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Um, that's 10 through 4, 10 through 20. Um, and there's a lot there. I'm going to try to parse back through it with you. Um, he's writing a letter to a church that um, has supported him and his ministry. Uh, you know, Paul was a tent maker. Um, he uh, paid his way by work, working on tents. I don't know much about tent making. Um, so, uh, and he's in prison some when he's writing to, you know, uh, for the gospel, uh, and for him to live with Christ and die his game. Uh, so anyways, um, he's writing, he's thankful uh, for them, uh, for their concern for him. Uh, he's not asking for more because he's content in whatever the circumstances. And let me just say something about this. I have one called Content and Thankfulness. It may have been at the website. I don't know if it's on this. I apologize if it's not. I can look back and see uh, at some point. Um, but it's good to be content and be thankful in where you're at and what you have. Uh, whether you have a lot, where you have a little, uh, to be content is a good thing. Um, uh, it's a hard thing to get to. In America, um, it's hard in America because we have so much. We live in the land of plenty. We have always, uh, in my lifetime, 
Um, people have always tried to immigrate to America. That's how good America is. Um, and America has its flaws. Uh, some people don't want to say flaws. Uh, I just happen to think we do have flaws because we're human. Um, and, you know, humans do bad things. They just do. Um, sin. Um, there's been sin in the name of America. I'm just throwing that out there. Um, I don't think that makes us evil uh, as a people, um, but sin has consequences. Uh, and one of those consequences is to be far away from God. And I think America probably is not really close to God, that we are, we've been in the need for a revival for a long time in America. And I needed revival as a believer who went to church, who's been to church more times in his life than I have anything else. Uh, I need, I needed revival. Uh, in, I, I'm in a good season, and in a good season, you feel like you're revived. Um, <clears throat> so, anyways, <clears throat> be content. Whatever the circumstance, that's hard to do. Hard. Um, I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty. Paul had in his life experienced plenty, uh, probably pre-gospel. He was a, maybe a little bit more affluent. Uh, that's just my guess. I don't have any history to prove that. It's just a feeling I get, uh, him being so educated that he was well taken care of. I think when you're a Gamaliel student, you're treated well. Um, you're thought of, well, highly thought of as a Pharisee, um, best seats, all that stuff. Yet it was good for you to share in my troubles. Um, I skipped a famous verse, and I'm gonna go back. I promise. Um, why is it good for the church to share in his troubles? Um, because they're gonna have trouble in their life. It's just like last night. I um, got in the pool late uh, and just was praying through uh, some temptations that I had yesterday. And I, there's some temptations I went into yesterday. Uh, for me, uh, I, I'm not trying to talk about sins, uh, but, you know, I just, yesterday I was very uh, weary uh, and tired because I couldn't sleep from the day before. And I'll tell you why I think I couldn't sleep from the day before. Um, uh, you're going to have trouble in this world. I don't care. There's no perfect journey even Jesus, you know, like, he is perfect. He did journey here on earth. He is perfection. Uh, he had trouble. He was tempted by the devil. He was uh, beaten, spit on, told he's sorry and no good, just like me. Uh, we share that. He and I do. Um, um, the famous verse is, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. And people don't like that you pop that verse out and put it on your face when you play football and say it. They say you're taking it out of context. Uh, in the context of all this, uh, the concern and the circumstances and all that, um, I, it doesn't bother me as much as it does some people. Um, you can debate it if you want to. Can you do all things through Christ who strengthens you? Can you? Um, I think you can do nothing without him. I'll throw that curveball into that. Um, you can achieve things. You can build great big buildings and um, 
the Golden Gate Bridge. You can build the Golden Gate Bridge. Maybe without God's strength. But is it worth anything? It's beautiful, and it's a cool thing to drive over and walk around. But, you know, it's going to fade away, just like the Brooklyn Bridge. Those are my two favorite bridges in America, I think. <laughs> uh, uh, some people's favorite bridge is in Selma for... Uh, Equal rights that it was marched upon, Edmund Pettus Bridge. It's a famous bridge in Alabama. Uh, so that uh, you Philippians know in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel when I set out for Macedonia. Not one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving except you only. So at some point they're his only supporter. Um, Hard to do as a preaching man, uh, building tents, uh, spreading the gospel in the first century, I guess. Um, travel's hard. You can't just hop on a plane. Um, anyways, I, I can speak about speakers there, but I'm not going to. Uh, famous people, Christian famous people, how they act. Um, you better watch out, famous people who are Christians. Better watch out. That's all I'll say that. I'll say that. Uh, I've decided... Uh, oh, uh, it's what desire I have to be credited to your account that they get blessed because they blessed him, uh, that they're they've been a blessing and he hopes they get blessed. That's a cool little uh, God paradigm. Uh, I have received full payment and have more than enough. I am su amply supplied now that I have received from Epiphanius the gifts you sent. They are fragrant offering, acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. Uh, they must have done good in, what their, in their care package that they sent. And my God will meet all your needs. And he's saying that with confidence, you know, according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. And then a closeout. Uh, to God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Greet all God's people in Christ Jesus, the brothers and sisters who are with me. Send greetings. All of God's people here send you greetings, especially those who belong to Caesar's house. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with your spirit. Amen. Uh, you know that that business with Caesar's house, it's the Roman uh, influence there. Um, that's my guess. Uh, and that God's at work in, the, in their people. Uh, maybe that's how Catholicism is birthed. It, maybe it comes from that, Paul's ministry. I don't know that. I don't know everything about Catholicism. I don't. I apologize. I'm not going to study it. Uh, uh, I'm not a Catholic. Uh, I'm not against you Catholics. I just happen to believe some different things. I'm not against anyone. I'm for people. Um, I disagree with some things you might believe. That's just a part of life. Um, um, let me be honest with you why there's no podcast from... The second, I think today's the third, uh, August the third. Um, I did not sleep on the first evening. Um, if you are keeping up with the podcast, I was podcasting all the way up to the next day, uh, doing the book. Uh, I met her. I did that. That's all up now. I think uh, at the podcast, at the old podcast, um, not the current book but the love story book uh, I met her um, <clears throat> and uh, I couldn't sleep that night I kept trying but I couldn't go to sleep um, and I cannot do my job well 
when I don't sleep. Like yesterday, if I did something wrong, I will admit it. And I was like a zombie. I felt like a zombie yesterday walking around. I don't even know how I made it through the day, only by the grace of God. Um, <clears throat> and I hate not giving 100% and being my 100%. I think I'll be better today. I did sleep last night, thank the Lord. Uh, sometimes Sundays I have trouble going to sleep, too, because uh, I'm not ready to go back to work. Uh, my job is hard. Uh, it's in the heat. It stretches me. Uh, I'm doing something I don't know how to do in lots of ways. I've never gotten in trouble so much at work as I have here, uh, ever. I'm just such a performer. I never have uh, taken this much criticism. Uh, <clears throat> and some people say it's not criticism, but it is. I mean, it's a form of criticism when you say, when someone says you do, do something wrong, that's criticism. Uh, and it's not unkind, the criticism that I always get. It's just hard for me. I mean, if you know me, you know I'm not good at critical being people being critical with me. Um, I, it's a it's a flaw, uh, one of many, I'm sure. <clears throat> uh, the other thing that happened, uh, which I won't be transparent here and just be honest, um, in that I was contacted yesterday. I got a, a text from somebody that I sent my resume to uh, that's a church and I don't I have not sent my resume since I've been back here in the V-Lay um, there's a two part reason uh, one part is I've been rejected many many times so I've started to think that I'm beating my head against a wall and I, it's not meant for me to work in the church anymore okay um, and the reason why I, do send out my resume is me trying to live out that 19 year old commitment that I made to the Lord that I would serve him I tried to live that out from 19 to 53 um, and I still want to serve him uh, in the church if that's what he wants um, I, it's not an easy job either being a church staff member is not easy not one job there is easy that I know of, and the money uh, ha for me has never been good. Um, I'm not educated like they want. Um, the reason why I sent my resume to this church, uh, and I'm going to name the church, and I probably shouldn't, but I will, just because uh, I'm in transparency mode here. Uh, the church is called the Summit Church. It's in Little Rock, Arkansas, uh, and this particular job is one of their campuses that's around there uh, let me tell you about the summit uh, what I like about the summit uh, the summit Troy was on staff at the summit uh, doing students uh, I guess it's probably more than 10 years ago for sure uh, and Troy was an excellent student minister and he it blew up there with him um, maybe the first time the summit ever had it blow up like that that I know of um, so it's just you know he just did a really good job and uh, BJ also worked at the summit uh, they both are from Alabama uh, they both were in my Sunday school class when they were young men um, they both are high performing servants of the Lord um, in my opinion they're excellent servants uh, I'm thankful to know them um, 
and uh, BJ and Troy were on staff at the same time. I, I can't remember what BJ's role was then. I can't remember if he was doing music or administration. See, BJ is now one of the pastors. Um, I'm telling you, he's a high-functioning servant of the Lord. Um, I can't even place him in a category because he falls into a category by himself that he can do more than one thing good. Same with Blake. Uh, Blake doesn't think I'm... But Blake at our church here at High Point, uh, he's kind of the administrator type of person. Uh, he speaks. Uh, he leads worship. He does two podcasts. Um, he's high-functioning. Uh, whereas me, I don't have many skills. Um, I do think I'm a good speaker. Um, I think this podcast proves that in some ways. And it doesn't matter to me how many people are listening or how influential I am and all that. To me, it's as to the Lord. Um, so, And I know some people are listening. Uh, and it makes me feel good when somebody sends me a text and says they're listening. But I'm not just doing it for that. Uh, and the other paradigm is that I like to hear that people are doing or listening. It cracks me up. Uh, anyways. Uh, the Summit. Troy's on staff, BJ's on staff, um, and this is the story of Safe Haven uh, that I know it from Wally's perspective. Um, Troy feels called to plant a church in Tuscaloosa, and then he prays, this is me, I, I'm going to be saying some things that Troy should probably say, so this is the way I heard it from him, I think, uh, it's, it's a little hazy because I'm getting old, um, he wanted God to to convince Julie of the same thing, but he didn't say anything to her. And he kept kind of asking her, anything? You're getting anything? Um, and I think Julie finally had a a, uh, a dream where she's riding on the river with Troy, and I, I want to say her sister's with her, uh, Jill and Scott. I want to say that, but I, that part I may be making up because I like Jill and Scott so much. Um, and Jill one time was used to be the one person I knew that listened to the podcast, and I would mention her often after I found out because I'm such a fan of her and a fan of uh, Scott. Uh, they're just, you know, they're kind, kind, good people, uh, friends of mine. Um, they live down there in Northport. Uh, and they were two of the people that I knew when I moved to Tuscaloosa. The only two, pretty much. I didn't know many other people. Um, so she has a dream that they're riding on the Warrior River near Tuscaloosa. Um, and something in all that clicks with Troy, and Troy knows he's supposed to plant a church. And Troy starts working on it. I remember he had like a hard drive of ideas and all that stuff. Um, when I met with him, whenever that was, I can't even remember what year that was, and we started to pray for Tuscaloosa and for the ministry. I knew I was in the first day he said something to me. And he didn't ask me. He kind of waited for me to say something. Because um, I was already at High Point uh, with Joey, uh, just meeting when they were meeting at Mr. Fike's house. Um, and then I made it to when they met at the gym. No, I made it when they made it over to the property and they baptized people, and they had one trailer, I think, at that time, maybe two, uh, from the association. Um, but I, all along, I knew that I was going to go to Tuscaloosa. I already knew. Um, 
I was going to move there, everything. I was in, all the way in, very early. Uh, not just me, there were other people that were in, and I, I, I should talk about them, but I don't know if I have time today. Um, I don't have time, sorry. Um, I, uh, Okay, sorry about that. You don't know there was a little delay there. Uh, I am in the car now, actually. Um, I was uh, about to say, I don't know how much time I have, and I looked to see, and uh, it was time for the walk uh, this morning. I have to get it all in before 6.30. And, sorry, I'm driving to back it up. You know what's funny is that yesterday I listened to a little bit of yesterday's because I was trying to catch up where I was and read Philippians because uh, this is not written down, uh, uh, it's not scripted. Uh, not if you listen, you know that already. But uh, I'm not a scripted dude very much, anyways. Uh, I do study when I preach, or I don't like saying preach. I like to say teach or, or share. Uh, sorry about that. Hold on one second. seatbelt. Um, so Troy is on staff at the summit. Uh, and Troy feels called, him and Julie, Yeah, that the dream really happened as far as I know. Um, there used to be a Vimeo of them talking about it sitting on their uh, fireplace in Arkansas. Uh, and I love that thing. I wish they still had it. I don't think they do. Um, I wish everybody could see it because of what Safe Haven is now. Back then, Safe Haven was all in Troy's head. Um, it's a dream. It was his vision for what the church is. And, and here's my guess, okay? I'll, I'll just give you a guess. The way their services are right now has something to do with that, what God told Troy way back. It's the reason why they do the Lord's Supper so much and the way they do the Lord's Supper. Uh, and some people don't like it. Uh, and I want to tell you something. If you're sinning, and you're coming back every week and doing the Lord's Supper, tough. Tough to stay in that sin, I know, because I struggled with it. Because um, I confess my sins every time when I do the Lord's Supper. Uh, so, uh, Troy feels called. He goes to the elders. I don't know if he goes to the pastor first or the elders. I think it's it could be either way in that. Uh, and the elders affirm with him that they think he's called to preach. He's already preached some at the summit. Uh, Troy's an excellent, he's a very good speaker, in my opinion. Pastor, he probably rather would be called pastor, preacher, senior pastor. Um, he's very good, in my opinion. He, and I'm a fan of his. He knows that. Uh, you know that just from listening to this. Uh, so, uh, he, they give their blessing. And here's what the summit does. There's the reason why I've said all that to get to this. The summit pays for his salary, insurance and everything, I think for two years. Uh, unheard of in church planting world. Then BJ feels called to come with Troy to help plant that church, Safe Haven, in Tuscaloosa. The elders again bless it. And they pay him um, 
salary and for insurance for two years too, I think. Uh, not just that. They don't just stop there. They give money so we can have the 2420 forever how long. And they come and remodel the 2420 so it's a functioning space for them to have office space and us to have a little place to have worship where I wind up leading worship services there at that building uh, for college students uh, in, you know, in the future. That, that happens because of the summit. Um, and here's what the summit did. They didn't honk their horns about it. They didn't have to put their name on it. They just gave to the Lord because they wanted to see churches get planted. That is something you can say about the Summit Church that's true. Um, I know they have directly tried to plant churches there in Arkansas. Um, so I will forever be a fan of the Summit Church because of how they acted in regard to Safe Haven Church and how they are about being kingdom-minded and planting churches. Um, when you let two superior staff members leave and bless them and support them, you did something. Because I'm talking about these guys are like shining stars, and they know it. Um, and neither one of them wanted to leave, per se, the summit, they just felt called to go help start this church in Tuscaloosa. Um, the church in Tuscaloosa would not have made it without Troy and BJ. Uh, BJ was the administrator and pastor and worship leader. Uh, Dave mainly led worship back in those days. Uh, I did college at one point in when I failed bad uh, and stepped out because of kidney stones and stupidity, I was doing youth too at that time. And I did everything we did in the community. That's one of those things Troy saw in me uh, that I led us in doing things in the community. Uh, you know, they weren't all my ideas and I stole people's ideas and all that, but Safe Haven was very involved in doing things in the community. And it, a lot of it came from what I did. Uh, I led many of those things, uh, and I'm thankful to this day for that. Uh, the longest-running uh, service project of Safe Haven, see, now there's two campuses, and the other campus is called Covenant Church. Uh, and I saw that they're about to do a series on what they believe, the foundational kind of principles of their church. Um, Covenant Church, I'm for you. I wish you were called, still, still called Safe Haven. I'm sorry, I do. It's just one of those things. It's a Wally thing. Uh, this is my podcast. Uh, this is what I say about it. Uh, I'm still for you, Covenant Church. Uh, I'm a fan of you. Um, some of you are people that I've known that I saw God use in my life and in other people's lives. So I'm for you, always. Uh, yeah. So, um, so Troy and BJ both come to Tuscaloosa. Safe Haven has started. We met in the Cobb movie theater. I don't know if Cobb still owns that movie theater. Um, you know, it's a uh, it's the first time a movie theater ever felt like a church to me. Uh, I have so many good memories from there. Uh, I'm nostalgic for the theater. Um, 
not many people are. Uh, not many people uh, love the theater because uh, you know there were hiccups there. Like Troy would be speaking sometimes, and they would cut the movie on because they got to get it ready digitally or whatever. They would cut the movies on. They you know they put rules on us at the theater. Um, you have to be out by a certain time because people are coming to watch movies. I remember when the Hunger Games came out and people were waiting outside to uh, come watch the movie early on a Sunday. Um, I still remember um, the egg drop. Uh, yes, I will admit the hot air balloon was my idea because I thought it would draw people. I did not have the idea to drop eggs out of it. That's somebody else's. I know who it is, but I won't name you because um, I'm a fan. <laughs> um I just have good memories. I can't tell you how hard it is for me not to drive to Tuscaloosa uh, an hour, even in the high, high gas prices. I can't tell you how hard it is for me not to drive down there. Uh, I love that place. Uh, I hope that they hear that in my voice. And I hope they're as big a fan of me as I am of that. Uh, I just am. I'm such a fan of St. Uh, uh Not perfect. There's no perfect church. I like lots of things about it. Um, so I got a text from somebody from the summit for one of the campuses um, to do students. That's the job that I still think I can do. Um, there are not many people who think I can. And um, this is the second time I've sent something to the summit when they were looking for a student pastor. Uh, the last time I didn't get a call back. Uh, so. I was saying that thing about being courteous. Um, churches don't do that sometimes. And I think it's a huge blessing to me that, and this is going to sound funny, that they called me. I kept thanking them at the end because uh, you can see my resume until I'm older. Um, because in 1991, I was doing, I was doing centrifuge. Um, I became a believer in 1980. Five probably. I graduated high school in 87. Um, I didn't finish college. Um, there's lots of reasons why my resume would mean that I wouldn't get a call back. Uh, and, you know, it's my fault. I, I don't disagree with that. And I don't think I'm the guy for every place. Um, I, I would love to go and serve at the summit because of what, how the summit acted towards safe haven. And there's one more. I didn't tell them this. I would love to be associated to church with a church again where BJ's at. Um, just like I've been at a, associated at a church where Troy's been and where Sane has been. Uh, I, and I would, where Jason's been. I would like to be associated with those places where my friends, people I respect, um, are at. And um, BJ is younger than me, but I, I have a high, high respect for him because his life's like an arrow. From that moment, kneeling down at that cross at Centrifuge in the group time to today pastoring, uh, I saw him lead worship at Gardendale during one of these big, huge cantata kind of things, and I was like, I know that dude. You know, I'm glad to know him. Um, same way I'm glad to know Clay. Um, 
anybody who I know. I'm glad to know you. I'm thankful. Um, so uh, the summit has a good place in my heart. So that's part of the reason why. I, um, so if you want to pray for me in that, do. Please pray for me. Um, and pray for them that if I'm the right guy that they would maybe talk to me again. Maybe not. You know, it's okay if they don't. They've already done the thing that I wanted and hoped for uh, is that they gave me a chance. That's all I need is a chance because um, I know I'm not the best-looking candidate. Um, and, you know, you could say I'm too old, I can't relate to students, and that's fine. Um, I, I don't know why I have the desire to still if I'm not meant to do it. And, and and here's the thing. Sometimes I've sent my resume because I'm desperate to do it. Because uh, I can't find another outlet for being able to pour my life out. I don't have that problem right now. I'm pouring my life out here with this podcast. Um, I just am. It's me. You're getting every bit of me. The good and the bad. Um, the yammering and the non-yammering. I mean... You're getting everything. Um, and those guys on Sunday, they're getting everything I got to give. Um, High Point is getting the best version of me they can get um, in a good season right now. There will be bad seasons where they won't get a lot. <laughs> Sometimes I barely can walk. Sometimes I stumble and fall. Um, yesterday was a stumbling fall day, man. I was struggling. And I couldn't sleep because I got excited that God might want me to serve again. Um, in As an occupation, um, I, I don't necessarily love working in a warehouse that, that's over 90 degrees. I'll do it to the glory of the Lord, but I don't necessarily love it. And I haven't done jobs that I love very much. And even a church job, I don't know if I love it as much as I feel called to it from when I was 19. Um, it's a, it's like an oath I made to God at 19 that I would serve Him. And I have tried, uh, even after screwing it up many times, to live that out. Um, it never has went away for me. It's the thing I told Troy when Troy felt called to do ministry. Um, you know, I just was back in at Westwood then, and we went and ate, and I think we ate at Quincy's. I think that, Troy. I don't know. I love those big, fat yeast rolls. Um, I hate they're not around anymore. Um, um, but I told Troy, this is what I think about ministry, is that it never goes away once you feel called. Um, and I mean professionally. I don't mean... Uh, I think all as believers were meant to have ministry. Um, so... That's the story I know. Safe Haven is now ever how many years old. There is two campuses. Um, the campus I went to was the North Campus. It's still called Safe Haven. Uh, to this day, I don't know if it will be forever. <laughs> uh, things could change. Uh, but they now own, are trying to buy a building, uh, which is a huge day. Uh, you know, there are pray, prayers that we pet, pray, Troy and I, not that I'm integral, but I was very early uh, in the praying. Uh, I remember us praying for $300,000. And one day later, even I, I think I'm out by then, the budget was $300,000 for Safe Haven. Uh, 
which to me was like a million dollars to pray for. Uh, we prayed that people would come from Gordo. People from Gordo came. We prayed that people would drive across the river to come to the theater. People did that. There's a campus on that side of town in Northport now. Uh, we prayed um, that we would reach students. We've done that. Uh, I, we prayed that we would do small groups. Uh, we did that. We, they still do that. Um, there's more prayers. Troy probably has them somewhere written down. It's just neat. It's neat to see what God does. And all that's God's work. Um, and I give Summit the credit in the sense that uh, they were kingdom-minded. Uh, and sometimes the church isn't kingdom-minded. Uh, so, thankful for that. Thankful for you uh, being out there. Thankful to the Lord for Him. It's ultimately, He's the only audience uh, in anything. Uh, you're awesome. You're incredible. You're wonderful. Have a good day.